talking about stuff that was that was coming out in E3 as it was happening when we were recording. Exactly, that's what I mean. <laughs> but now we now we know more. So so shall we begin? Yeah, let's let's welcome every You know what I've been doing lately? I've been I've been telling everyone welcome to the retro breakdown, but we haven't been introducing ourselves. That's fine. I've just been I've just been saying like hey, this is the podcast. More important yes. than that. More important than that. I need to say I'm I'm really disappointed in Square. Yeah, because I'm so sad they announced the 1 through 6 thing like you were like you said mm-hmm. and there are pixel remasters. Mm-hmm. But they're not being brought to consoles for inexplicable reasons no they have to they have to put those uh they have to put those remasters out on the platforms that already have versions of those games available for purchase yeah yeah I, oh they're trying to put them on the platforms where that what they were originally on phones yeah that makes sense okay sorry now we can introduce the 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 the, the podcast and ourselves i suppose yeah hey it's the retro breakdown we're back uh we're talking about e3 stuff but not all the E3 stuff, because our recording schedule is weird, so we're actually recording. I just said we weren't going to talk about this, so I'm just going to put it out front. Like, never mind. I'm going to, I'm going to, not only am I going to talk about it, I'm going to make it the first thing we talk about. My name's Dean. I go by Time Wanderer. You can find me at YouTube.com slash Time Wanderer or Twitch.tv slash Time Wanderer. If you're listening to this on the day of release, I am five days away from a four-year subathon going on on my Twitch channel. Five in days? Which, yeah. Oh, By yeah, the time wow. this comes out, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that will be uh, it's we're we're doing a big thing. I'm putting a bunch of random games in a uh, in a in a shuffler. If you're not familiar with the shuffler, it's a it's a uh, an extension for an a multi platform emulator that just randomly switches you between games at a moment's notice, and then you just kind of have to like play all those different games on the fly. It's really neat, and and uh, you should watch it. And, that's what you should do with your time. Uh, and the more people give bits and subscribe, the longer the uh, the longer the stream will go. I'm probably going to cap it at like 12 hours or something like that because like I'm human. And I don't know, man. Go hard. I mean, yeah, but also no. I, guess. I haven't I haven't done a I haven't done 20, like a, a 12 or 24 hour stream in a long time, and I'm not in. I'm not in as good of physical or mental condition as I was the last time I did that. And the last time I did that was like that threw me off for like a week and a half. <laughs> so like, I don't, I don't know, man. I've always been really lucky in terms of being able to reset sleep schedules and stuff, even when it's like big travel, like jet lag and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I usually, I usually like, yeah, I'm good. I can, I can go uh, maybe, maybe a day to reset real quick, but then, then I'm fine. That but is I really can understand because I usually like I usually just lose a day trying to recover from that. Yeah, and it's then, it's happened uh, where the the weirdest one was when we got one of the long trips. Um, we got back and Lachisa and I fell asleep and woke up and then we're like, okay, cool, let's go get breakfast. We're like, oh, it's eight at night. What the hell? We slept for like twenty hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. was strange. But I then I just kind of and then myself. I usually like I usually feel sick and have like no appetite for like Whoa. two days after that. That sucks. So yeah, okay, fine. Just do a twelve-hour stream. God, just yeah. a twelve-hour stream. <laughs> I mean, I you know, it's gonna depend too because I oh, might true. be like, okay, that's the cap. We're done. But like, but then yeah, it'll thirty be like, minutes. But we're really close to finishing this game, so we'll just go until that's done, and then I'll go for like another hour because that's just how that happens. Yeah, I get it. That makes sense. So uh, that so that's happening, and you have else? the chance to 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 win a lifetime supply of bazooka bubblegum. Yeah, that's right. 
I'm giving away a Nintendo Switch or an Oculus Quest 2, but really what I'm doing is just giving away 300 bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, giving away like it's easier to advertise like, hey, I'm giving away this thing rather than I'm giving away this much money. Well, and it seems it seems somehow weirder to say you're giving away money. I don't know why. If like, it was just like $300 worth of gift cards, which it may very well be, then like, I, it's not as fun. You can, it's, it's, it's not as not. fun to be like, here's a switch. Here's an Oculus. Yeah. Here's, here's like 30,000 pieces of gum. I'm just aware that like a lot of people have a switch and not everybody wants a VR headset. So it's like, if neither of those things really appeal to you, I don't want the raffle to not be fun for you. So I'll just do, I'll just get you something else. It's no True. big deal. True. Yeah. Um, also, because uh, we need to make it a habit of saying this because we answered fan mail a couple weeks ago and it was. Oh, yeah. That and was it fun. was actually really fun. So if you would like to send us an email about something that we have talked about or something you would like us to talk about, a subject you would like us to tackle in the gaming space or something, you know, roughly adjacent, you can send that email to us at theretrobreakdown at gmail.com. That's the retro breakdown at gmail.com. That's kind of confusing. Is it? No. <laughs> I've I, I I thought you were being facetious, but then I was like then I was like I'm, sorry. I not put I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I started like <laughs> legitimately doubting it for a second. Yeah, I know. That was that was too much, too rude. But anyway, yeah, you should totally send us stuff because it's 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 fun to it's fun to read your thoughts most yeah. of the time. Well, probably I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe we'll, maybe this will be a terrible exercise, but I feel like it will work out. You know what the fun thing is? If it's a <clears throat> if it's a you know like if it's a if it's hate mail, yeah. if everyone just like send us mail and trashes us, and it's and like we don't want to read it, we don't have to. True. Like I'm or, not or, guaranteeing that I will read whatever people send. You're not going like you, you won't read their message live on stream. Probably not. Not if it's, you know, rude. Uh, there could be if Honestly, if you're I'll really creative, if it's, rude. If it's been, really creative, rude, uh, then then I, I could I could be I'm down with that. Yeah, no, I'd like I have no uh, I have no delusions of grandeur about myself. We're kind of trash about stuff that we do. I don't sure. mind. Be, I don't mind people telling me that. <laughs> but, you know. As long as it stays out of the, there's, there's a limit. There's, you know, there's good natured, like poking fun. And then there's just like, you know, death threats. I'll be honest with you. If you, if you have something mean to say, just don't say it. Like this shouldn't be hard. <laughs> we accept constructive criticism. Sure. Sure. That's fine. Anyway, this is, my, this is my co-host Tom. I, oh, I yeah, was going to, I was going to see right. if I could, if I could like sort of set the stage for him to introduce himself, but I think we're probably just going to sidetrack into something else. So I'm just going to say, it's Tom. Hey, it's Tom. Hey, it's Tom. It's Tom. That's me. Don't that's, worry about yep, finding me online. You. So E3 is happening. Currently. Yeah. Apparently there's this is... a Capcom show today. Oh, nice. What, 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 what does Capcom make? Um, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're going to announce. Like, it sounds like they're just going to talk about what's already out. Ah, okay. That sounds like a good use of everybody's time. I like everyone's like there's probably gonna be a, a surprise. They make Street or two, Fighter, don't like, they? <laughs> they used to. Oh, whoops. I don't know if they still do. 
No, I mean, like, Street Fighter fought. It's weird. Street Fighter used to be fighting games. You know, it yeah. used to be like it used to be the flagship. And I think for a lot of people, it still is. But I think I, I think in terms of I think it's still the it's it's still the fighting game, right? Like it's still for a it's lot still the of top. People, but like if you if you talk to, do you if you talk to people like oh I, I mean in terms of name, sorry. Yes, I don't necessarily mean in terms of no question. Yeah, yeah. In terms of name recognition, there's no there's no question that people know Street Fighter more than I mean I think the only one that would be close would be Mortal Kombat, but for different reasons. Mortal Kombat, and and depending on how you look at fighting games, one of the Smash Brothers is like just in in terms of name. I'm sure people yeah. know that now. There's just, a there's a whole argument to be made about whether Smash is a fighting game, but I don't really care about yeah, the either. answer. Yeah, when when if if your idea of a, if your idea of a fighting game is to take away all of the mechanics of the game, then I'm not interested. It's like, hey, let's play Mario Kart, but take the items off. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Well, no, because it's about it's about optimization. It's about it's about finding optimal racing lines. Mm, it's like right, no, right. that's what that's what like Forza is about. Go play Gran Turismo then. Yeah, <laughs> or Forza. Yeah, I, I'll never understand. It's like yeah, I love Smash Brothers. I love playing Smash Brothers. Actually, I just want to play a fighting game with Mario. Is what you want? You don't want to play Smash Brothers, right? Like you want to you want to play on a flat stage with no items. What final Fox what? only final no items final destination. <laughs> that's a that's a huge question mark for me i i did used to um my brother and i used to play with pokeballs off sure 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 i think turning off some items is perfectly reasonable there are some like, items some that of kind them of just ruin. change the balance so much right yeah like even 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 like baseball bats or the hammers like that sort of stuff i get it because you can just throw the bats and if you're decent at that you can kill someone when in ways you shouldn't be able to so i mm -hmm. I, I get it i, I i'm i'm I, I can limit some literally items. no items it's and so boring. No stage it's, terrain is it's just like, like the fun of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. But that's a whole. We we have now. <laughs> we are <laughs> speaking of hate mail. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, like, but Street Fighter is definitely still like the flagship for fighting games. But like, I don't really play fighting games, but I follow a lot of people that do. Okay. Yeah, I like watching. And Street Fighter Five is not at the apex anymore. Well, isn't Guilty Gear a big deal right now? Guilty Gear is a big deal. Um, I mean, it's also the new fresh hotness. It is. I Guilty Gear Strive just came out last week, and yeah, so like that's definitely got everyone's attention. But honestly, like Street Fighter Five has been sort of a disappointment for a lot of people. I'm I'm going to be completely honest. I thought Street Fighter Five was the same Street Fighter that they've been talking about for years because I forgot that four and like, I thought <laughs> I didn't even realize that five was different than four yeah, because okay. I'm so out of the loop in terms yeah, of sure. what, what they are now. I, I know they're, they're different if you were to, if I were to look at the titles, but when I saw them, I was like, Oh yeah, that's the same street fire. That's been around for like 10 years now. Right. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> look that much different. It's got the same like sort of artistic style. They yeah. added stuff to it mechanically, but sure, visually sure. it's not, I mean, street fighter four, Street Fighter 4 basically brought fighting games back from the brink. It did, right. That's, well, that's why it's stuck in my head as the one that's still played. I, yeah, I, I realize that's stupid looking at the name because clearly 4 and 5 are different. Yeah. But stylistically, yeah, they are, they're very similar. And yeah, I, I, I just, I literally like, didn't know 5 existed. I always thought that was just 4 and I didn't, I was just out of the loop and Capcom were just kind of using that as their, their it's game weird adding characters and stuff. Street Fighter Five launched in a weird sort of like early access ish state. 
Yeah, it was when a it, long time ago, too. It or was. Not five, it, was wait, it, when, it came out when I was in Korea, so that would have yeah. been like 2015, 2016. Yeah, it's, it's pretty old now. Yeah. So it's been out for a while, but it came out, I think it came out, and it had like arcade mode and versus mode, and that was it. And it was like, oh, there will be a story mode later, and there will be... Uh, wait, really? Know, there will be like custom tournaments uh, later, and there will be like like... All of these characters aren't in the game yet. That's a whole new level of releasing an unfinished game early. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they sold it at full price. It did, was just did, like, yeah, it's just here's here's the game because we need your money now. Were all the updates coming out for or like, are they free updates? At least? I believe so. I, I think okay, they okay. probably had some Smash uh, Smash Brothers style like fighter passes for like DLC characters. But sure. even that I'm not sure about. OK, that's that's bad, but it's not the end yeah, of the no, world. it wasn't. It wasn't like we stripped down the game and sold it back to you later. It was just like this. Could you come play out online? When it's done. You could play online. Okay, okay. You know what? Honestly, then that's not that. That doesn't bother me. I that think was it's weird. Basically, the one thing was like, yeah, okay. We we made sure you can play online. Yeah, that that makes it a little better. And there's like solo arcade mode, and that's basically it. Actually, that makes it a lot better because that's pretty much what that's like, basically an what old fighting game do, anyway. Yeah, and one, if you think about what fighting games were, that's it, mm-hmm. right? It was just pl- play with your friends or play against the computer. Although there's a big, there's a whole big thing in, um, there's a whole big thing in fighting games about what style of uh, netcode to use. Okay. For uh, for online play. Um, so Street Fighter Five has been using something called delay-based netcode, mm-hmm. which... I don't know how they work, and I'm not going to try to give a big, uh, you know, technical discussion on how all of this. Uh, sure. On how it all works on the back end. But basically, there's delay based netcode, which is old, which Japanese developers have been using for a long time. And then there is something called rollback netcode, which works pretty much exclusively or pretty much like universally considered to work way, way, way better. Mm-hmm. And it's been popularized by games like uh, there are games that have gotten like entire second wins of of popularity because their netcode is good and because everybody had to start playing online because of COVID. Oh right, okay. So like people started playing Skullgirls because Skullgirls' netcode is amazing. Ah, oh, interesting. And so like the. The uh, it has it has to do with like input delay and like delay between your inputs and like pinging to the server and the other player. Well, of course, because and... I mean we're talking about fighting games here, which are the most like your your reactions are are need to be immediate, and by immediate yes. I mean they had to ha- they have to happen sometimes before the enemy does something. <laughs> yes, like <laughs> you, yeah, you literally have to anticipate. Right. And have and have your motions started before you actually need to even do it. Like you buffer that thing, yeah. So yeah, yeah like, like a little, a little tiny bit of delay. I mean, in, literally uh, less than a second can be the difference between, you know, if we're talking frame perfect stuff here, right? Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. So yeah, netcode is a big deal if you have to play online. So sure. Um, the, anyway, Street Fighter used the old netcode, and everyone basically says that playing Street Fighter online is kind of garbage. Okay. So I can see that. It's it's one of those things where they've been it's still Street Fighter. It's still Street Fighter, people still love it, but it's kinda it's kind of flagging a bit in the face of some of the some of the newer um some of the, the new newer hotness. forms of uh yeah, some of the newer 
newer games, newer forms of netcode, fighting games in general are um, undergoing a bit of a transformation right now. Yeah, where I can see that. They're trying to... There's always a high barrier to entry with fighting games because they are... Because of what you were talking about, where the inputs are so... Um, are so demanding and so specific. Your timing has to be good. You have to, you know, you have to memorize all these multi-directional inputs to to work out all of your moves and everything. And just getting just getting all of your moves to actually come out and doing your inputs correctly can be a challenge if you're a new player. Yeah. So there's been it's... a trend in fighting games to simplify a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, like like uh, the Dragon Ball Z one, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of games where like the inputs are now highly simplified. There have been some fighting games that have come out lately that um it rather than requiring rather than requiring complex inputs, you just have like three moves that are on a cooldown. Yeah. But they come out with like a single button. Right, right, right. Yep, yep. I, I'm um, I'm I like that to be I mean, I think it's that's sort of the magic of Smash Brothers, right? Was that the game yeah, is very yeah. simple mm-hmm. in terms everybody can pick up and play it. But if you want to, I, I, I realize that the 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 some of the things in Melee are there because of more or less programming errors. But sure, it's still kind of cool that the the game was it's it's the it's the concept of what easy to play, really hard to master. That's and that's yeah. I like that type of game design when it comes to too. especially fighting games because the worst the worst feeling is wanting to play a game and being like, oh, well, I'm never going to do any of these things because it's like a 50 input or whatever, right? Like, I mean, I know it's not 50, but it's it's some of the crazy ones, especially in like, um, oh God, what was the, what was the, the Soul Calibur? Um, yes, I like was those... also going to bring up Soul Calibur. Jesus. I used the to play Ivy and Ivy yep. has yeah, this yeah, yeah. crazy yep. finishing move where all of the pieces of her sword just like fly around and. and... Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks it's really cool, but I've never pulled it off once even in training. <laughs> like I had the input up on screen and I just yeah. tried to do it over and over and over and over and over and I could not get it to come out ever. Yeah, I'm I'm really bad at doing like down forwards. Like I'm really bad at getting those to work for me. I don't I've just never been good at it. Mm. Uh I like playing fight well, I used to like playing fighting games a lot, but just because it was pretty and fun and it was kind of yeah. neat, like head on head, head yeah. to head. I mean, head on head. <laughs> I mean, um, sure. <laughs> but, In some senses. <laughs> but, uh, so it's, it's, I, you know, I've never actually used a, 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 a joystick except outside of an arcade experience a couple of times. Um, Cause I don't really, I never, I don't, I didn't like playing fighting games in the arcade cause it just felt sort of weird for, 25 cents or 50 cents to play for you know 30 i guess like a minute and a half or a minute which isn't bad but there are other games that i was better at that i could play for longer with the same amount of money yeah absolutely so i kind of just stayed away from them i agree with that entirely in addition to like not really um you know a, a big part of arcade fighting games is about like that sort of one on one competitiveness yeah which i have never really I get competitive, but I don't like to get competitive in someone's face. And right, fighting yeah. games are really about like getting in people's faces. Wait, you're supposed to, you're supposed to you're supposed to hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Well, and talk trash and that's what that's what I mean. It's it's not just about winning the battle. <laughs> yeah. 
you have to win the mental battle as well. You have to make mm-hmm. them feel bad about it. And I just don't want to do that. Yeah, it's not, man. It's it, not that, for me. That honestly chases me off of a lot of multiplayer games. Like, I don't want to make... I don't want to make my opponent, like, want to quit. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's... I want to win, but I, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to ruin the game for someone. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's really, it's, you know, it's a, it just says a lot about you, Dean. You're just a nice guy. I try. I have moments. I played a little bit of Rocket League yesterday and like, you know, I won it's... some games like 10 to 1 and I was like, oh, I hope they don't feel bad. Mm, I don't know if that makes you, I don't know, because you could have just stopped scoring on them. Maybe you're not so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just... could have. But I have lost games where I go up five nothing. So <laughs> no, I'm not serious. I mean, so here's the thing: if you're playing a a, a game that's competitive, you're you're going to lose. So being yeah. used to losing is not the end of the world. Right. Um, it's the only time it's bad is if someone's way too aggressive with with how they react. Like it's fine to even have like a little pop off or like a ooh, you know that that's fun. That can't well that can be fun depending on who you're with or how how you. I guess, deal with that type of, I mean, it is technically, I suppose, a stressor, right? Because it's someone yeah. in your face, literally. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that can be an enjoyable experience if it's a group of people that are comfortable with that type of play. Like, for right, instance, right. I love uh, the multiplayer Tetris, right? I, I, I love sitting in a room with other people and playing Tetris because it's so that that's if you ever want to see people that are otherwise nice and friendly with one another become the most most like foul-mouthed awful people have them play tetris where you're like just dumping on each other and and because the pieces are falling and everyone everyone just starts losing their mind because it's 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 chaotic in every way imaginable i feel like that's uh that's a game where even the nicest of people will start screaming at one another not screaming but you know getting loud because you're like yeah you you dumped all those pieces on me (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, for sure (laughs) definitely yeah and like i think there's there are um there are contexts where I know someone well enough and I am, you know, and I think that like when you're sure that the, the skill level of the person you're playing against is like comparable to yours. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you'll win some and you'll lose some and it's going to go back and forth. And you know, that is fun. Agreed. Like it's never going to get like dominating in one way or another to the point where it gets frustrating. Mm hmm. And so at that point, when you go into it and you're really not sure who's going to win, or at least, yeah, at least there's some doubt. (laughs) Right. Then like, then being a little more boisterous, being a little more trash talky with someone that you're familiar with, I'm fine with that. Well, and and, and it's it's the (laughs) it's also like the level of trash talking we're talking about, right? Like it's it's like even if even if you're way better than someone else, but you know that they're they don't they don't take well to that just you know don't do it yeah, you don't, don't you don't do need it. to <laughs> don't do it don't don't try don't try to make your friends stop playing the game yeah like that's not fun it's just not it's just not <laughs> um how did we get here uh capcom's doing a show today oh yeah capcom that's and right and we started talking about street fighter yeah yeah um so basically like they've got resident evil village they've got oh i forgot about that actually i i honestly totally forgot that game came out mm-hmm. just recently yeah just like a month ago i think mm-hmm. uh so resident evil village they'll probably have some dlc or something for it i would guess 
I mean, um, isn't that a given? Basically. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise came out. Monster Hunter Stories is coming Man, out. Monster, I, I was rude to Capcom, but honestly, I love, I freaking love Monster Hunter Rise. It's, it was, it's so good. We're about due for another Devil May Cry. Yeah. Well, starring I mean, Dante. Okay. Honestly, we're not. Because there were like 10 years between Devil May Cry 5 and Devil May Cry 4. And even if you... Was it really 10? Wow. It was something like that. Even even if you count the... Uh, even if you count uh, DMC Devil May Cry, the spinoff made by, I want to say, Ninja Theory, I think, did it? Could um, be. Even if you count that one, there were still like five years between that and DMC 5. So it DMC 5 came out like two years ago, I want to say. Okay. So, like, we're probably not actually due for it, but it would be cool. Yeah, I haven't actually played a Devil May Cry in a long, long time. Five is really good. That's what, that's what. Like, easily the best of the bunch. I mean, like, the only one that I think is close is three. Three was really cool. Yes. Actually, the only Devil May Cry I've played through is the first one. That's oh, it. yeah? Yeah. I've played th- most of three, but I never finished it for whatever reason. I don't know why. And it's I hard. Played that two. might be why. It's it could very be hard. Um, it was also it also came out when I was in, I think my f- first year of college, and I was playing a whole lot of World of Warcraft. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of games we, we that I started. About that, we talked about that last time. Yeah, well, yeah, and I played WoW for like six years on and off, maybe a little. Because you were more. talking about uh, the Minish, Minish Cap. Cap coming out yep. at the same time, and then it was like, but WoW happened, and yeah, then and then it like, took over most of my life for a very. And then long my time. life just kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really take heart or take part of the whole. Uh, do you do you have a like a life thing? I don't. I don't understand that argument. When, of course, I'm living. <laughs> what, what yeah, do you mean? it's it's just a way to um. Well, to make it's just a way just to a, like downplay the things that you enjoy. Yes, that's that's all it's about is is to make someone feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other reason to ever say something about that because. It, and you would never say it if someone's like, yeah, wow, I read books every day. We'd be like, wow, that's really impressive. Wow, get a life. <laughs> like, no no one makes fun of someone who reads a book every day. People do. You might, I, I guess somebody would, yeah. People do. Someone does. <laughs> someone, someone out there thinks that reading is, like, for losers. <laughs> yeah, I do. So I get it. No. <laughs> See, there you go. We've, we found him. We found him, everybody. <laughs> Reminder, that email address is theretrobreakdown <laughs> at gmail.com. Also, also reminder, I spent six years reading a lot for, for school, um, and I had to write papers all, you know, at a, at a very high level, and I, I still I still hate reading. My, Kyle tries to get me to read um, this, this web series called The Wandering In all the time. And I legitimately thought you were trying to backtrack and be like, oh, no, I, I like, please don't please don't send mail trashing me. I actually read a lot. But you oh, were like, no. no, I read a lot and I hate it. Yeah, no, I, I you're mean, doubling was, down. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Kyle's like, dude, <laughs> he's like, it's not even hard to read. You have a Ph.D. You can you can read stuff fast. I was like, yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I, I'd rather just not read anything, but unless it's got pictures. And he was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so, so, so he gets he gets really annoyed that I won't read his his excellent web serial that I, I saw. Apparently, it's it's really really popular. I feel like I've heard of it, but I I haven't read it. Yeah, 
But I feel that's, like that's someone I, I've heard of it from someone else that reads it or something. I told them to I let believe me know when that they, it's popular. When they make it into a comic, I'll definitely check it out. I'd like I'm to. I'm a child. I would like to point out, like this is completely off topic, but I mean, whatever. It's the retro breakdown. That's what we do. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, I scheduled the final episode of uh of Jesse's playthrough of Final Fantasy VI. Yes. Uh, it's coming out on June twenty eighth, which is like actually two weeks from today at the time of recording, but six days from today if you're listening on the day of release. Um. Oh right, right. Literally, it's the same day that the uh, the Pixel remake was announced. Wait, is that when it's coming? That's when it's coming out. No, no, no. Just that, like I, I oh, when I you were scheduling scheduled it, the uh, last yeah, day yeah, of the yeah, playthrough. So it's I'm like, done. okay, who? We finally we we finished we finished FF six, and I I finished rendering the videos, and they're uploaded, and I've scheduled it, and I know when the series <laughs> is going to end. And literally, like four hours later, Square's like, yeah, Boom. we're remaking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool thanks no you played the ted Great Woolsey time. version is the best what was what did you say the ted Woolsey version is going to be the best of the translations just because it's mean, so fun it is but i found myself several times over the course of uh, over the course of playing it just being like oh how come oh what? man that sucks now i have to explain this now this is so like so much of it is just bad dad jokes and yeah. date like and dated dad jokes, not even like current dad jokes. Well, dude, if he, if he had somehow, if he had somehow put twenty twenty one dad jokes in a game that came out in like you know ninety four, it'd be pretty freaking impressive. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not faulting Woolsey for not having a time paradox in his translation. I'm just saying, like, the references are. Dude, you go into Cyan's dream and you fight dream spirits named Larry Curly and Moe. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 actually that might be the worst of of all of them. In in There's terms of There's a lot. That one's really funny though. Like it it not I don't mean it's actually funny. I mean it's it's really bad. <laughs> it's it's that one that one's pretty awkward. It's 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 not funny haha. It's funny oh. Oof. This oof, is a man funny, this is a man oof. <laughs> doing an entire game by himself in a month. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I still respect the job that he did, but there's just... I found myself at points in the game being like, man, that a lot of the emotional levity of this scene, a lot of what's happening in the scene and the way that my memory... the way that my memory has, like, built it up in my head is really being cheapened by the way it's actually written. That's interesting. So Lutz and I are playing it, too, and... I haven't had too too many issues, really. I mean, like I know it's, I know the things that are wrong are wrong, but we're only we're not we're not at that point yet. But I mean, we did the halfway point or like the the major event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened, um, and she seems to be really enjoying the it's story just, it's overall. Not, it's not that it's it's not that it's necessarily bad. It's just like some of the clunky dialogue. Okay, like, okay. Some of the clunky dialogue takes. Um, some really high emotional moments and makes it like, okay, he, I had to like debrief and be like, okay, here's what they're, here's what they're trying to say. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, and it just kind of like, it's one of those things where it's just kind of awkward and it, it, it takes away a little bit. Cause there's a really, there's a really emotional moment, but it's like the way it's written is somewhat confusing. So you just kind of have to like 
debrief and be like, all right, what, so what's happening here is this. And what they're trying to say is like something, you know, they're, they're talking about death, but he's not allowed to. Right. Yeah. The, the, there's the, the super famous scene where, uh, somebody does a thing at a cliff mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it perks them right up. It perks them right up. Yeah. I mean, so that that's the thing is, is yes, it's stupid and it's, it's, it's wrong, but it, unless you, unless you're not actually, unless you don't understand, I don't know. It's, 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 it makes no sense and it, and it would be better fixed, of course, but you can't, you, you totally understand what's happening as an adult reading it. Right. Like, yeah. I think I even got well, it as I a kid when confused. I played it. Without, without the benefit of like context, I think that you would be confused seeing, all right. Yeah. FF6 spoilers. I mean, Everybody, we're going to talk for, about for it the on midway the podcast point. anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. So there is a there is a midway point where there is a there is an attempted suicide. And they are not and Nintendo of America does not allow the translation to reference death in any way or at least not use the word or reference that that's something that's happening because family right. friendly. Um. So it is translated as, you know, she is taking a leap of faith to uh, basically as like a big daredevil thing to feel better. Yeah. Um, And it's that is a very powerful moment because it is it is the lowest point of the journey by far. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is post massive world altering failure of your journey. And you know, and you're isolated and you don't know what to do. And she's just like, I've got, I've got nothing left. I'm done. I'm despair. And then it's a, it's a whole big thing where she, you know, where she just try, she just throws herself off a cliff and then washes up on shore and is mad that she's still alive. Mm -hmm. And it's, that is a, very powerful moment for 1994 like for sure that is a that is a moment that you would not expect to see that much like emotional vulnerability in a hero character and even even under the the best of circumstances i'm sure that it's you know the, the handling of it is a bit clunky but the fact that it is just like what's actually happening is just sort of conflated and confused by the translation because yeah, Ted it, Woolsey it, isn't allowed to use words like death or suicide. It definitely, it definitely, uh, it, it kind of, it destroys, it, it does destroy the scene. If you're, if you're not good at, if you're not good at understanding the limitations of the, of the translation to right. begin with. If you have context to know that like some of this is like, mistranslated or translated differently or what's being said isn't necessarily what's originally intended to be happening. Yeah. If you don't have that context, it's really confusing. If you just try to take everything at face value, if Mm -hmm. you know that, if you know that some of those changes exist, then it's like, you look at that and you raise an eyebrow and you're like, Oh, leap of faith, huh? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of, you, you register that in a certain way. Well, or if you, or if you know stuff about Japan as a whole, right? Also that, uh they i mean sadly a thing yeah they they do like to romanticize that type of action in a way that is not healthy or helpful no (laughs) 
so yeah, that's, uh, that's also true. Um, and that's something that I think about too. It's like, that's a, I think that's a really powerful scene, but I also have questions about, you know, sort of like lionizing it because it does sort of feed into that, you know, that sort of glorification of, of ritual suicide when right, yep. like, don't do that. That's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. The, um, the, the, it's, it's, it's at the end of the day for, for, for what it's worth. I, I, I know there's some argument about which, uh, which, which action you're supposed to do there, or which part of the story is, is mm. canon. Yeah. I, I prefer the other one. Cause it's, it's way happier. It is. <laughs> it's, it is a far less powerful scene. Oh, oh, absolutely. It, like you in, in that it's not even really a scene. It's not. It's like, oh, it's yeah, I'm just like, hey, I have cool. a raft. <laughs> I feel I better. It. Here's a raft. It's, I'm pretty sure canon has got to be the the suicide scene. Yeah. Well, especially because especially because they don't tell you what to do with the fish. Right. That's what I was going to say. So it's just like and you don't have to do it wrong fish. very many times in order to get the the sort of bad outcome. Well, yeah, because so his health is constantly ticking down. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, it's like every second, mm-hmm. the 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 man that's either a duck or in a hazmat suit health is is. Slowly I always depleting. thought he looked like a banana. Yeah, I could see banana too. Yeah, he certainly doesn't look like a normal person in just any outfit. Well, that you know, you know, I I can't believe we're talking about this now, but I have to. Um, my entire life, I actually didn't understand, and I thought it was just like a Dragon Ball Z thing where they kind of mix like animals with people and then don't ever talk about it but like mm. it's like fine for a person to be a bear right like no one cares right um i always thought gestalt was a dog because his sprite looks I like a dog also thought that and i didn't understand i was like man this is so weird that it's a dog but whatever i'll roll with it because anime japan whatever i mean okay uh, I, I don't think i actually thought he was a dog i just thought that his sprite looked like a dog i didn't know i honestly didn't know because i didn't know i didn't have like the concept art of him and then i, I and then re- i realized later okay he's probably not a dog and it's it's just how the sprite looks yeah um but uh so so i ended up i finally actually looked at what he's supposed to look like this while we're playing through it now and i was like oh i see it now why did they do that (laughs) yeah it's the same thing with like if you ever uh, i think i feel like we've talked about the sprite for uh agonim and a link to the past yeah oh god i've i've only recently like in the last maybe five five six years understood what that sprite was yep yeah same i i saw like concept art of it and i was like oh oh his eyes are down there (laughs) yeah yeah exactly Oh, he's not like a weird, like googly-eyed Octorok. <laughs> That's a hat. That's hmm. a hat or a hood <laughs> or a hood, whatever. It's a headpiece, yeah. of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone because I, nope. I, I, the the Gestalt sprite is, it's pretty terrible. I was like, I don't know why they did it this way if they're not if they don't want him to be an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's one of those things, though, that I don't know. Maybe some people just don't see it. Like maybe, maybe dogs aren't as weren't as common in Japan, so none of the artists even thought I, about a dog or a something. Like, of, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the dogs that are common in Japan are short haired breeds, right? Or yeah, like or like the the what are the what's the one the the Shiba Shiba Inu? Shiba Inu, yeah, Inu, yeah. Um, so so it could just be that 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 they've 
don't think about a droopy dog but that's yeah. like a that was like a famous cartoon character when we were kids like that that st that one sad dog droopy yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yep <laughs> um hello so all you happy people <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think you're just nail or i mean uh uh elder namic now oh yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> I, I still remember that one, like, the one that sticks out to me. There's a bunch with the uh, uh, Namaguru, uh, Kamiguru, or whatever his name. Yeah. Um, I, the one that uh, the one that sticks out is when, like, when when Frieza shows up and starts talking to him. Take his coat. Just, yeah. <laughs> Nail, take his coat. <laughs> and Nail's like, I think this is the guy responsible for killing our entire race. Don't take, Don't him take his coat. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. <sighs> that's good. That's good. So I, what I'm else? glad I watched that. Um, what what anyway, else? Anyway, so Capcom's doing a thing. I don't know what's going to be in it. What else happened yesterday or on Saturday for the people trying to keep track of our insane timeline that we then talk about current events on. Yeah. I mean, neither final fantasy six nor, Oh no. Now it's current. Oh, yeah. sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we, you know, we just talk about stuff. What? I'm not upset. <laughs> um, <laughs> anybody yeah, the, listening the is Pixel used to this. Remake was a thing. Um, I guess, um, I guess they're doing a guardians of the galaxy game. Since oh, you know, since I the was, Avengers thing was so successful. Yeah, it was so successful. Uh, or since they spent so much money already creating an engine. Um, the, yeah, the, an engine I that was, everyone loved. I was kind of... So when the trailer started, I was like, man, Guardians of the Galaxy was my... was one. Of, I think it might be my favorite Marvel... It's right up there as one of my favorite Marvel movies because the... It the, the humor felt good. Like the, the yeah. music really hit right. Like they did a... It was a really wonderful amalgamation of all of the things that make a fun movie fun right yeah and so when the trailer starts like oh this is cool they got they got some they got the they the the they kind of had that feeling in the beginning and then 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 everyone started talking too much and i was like oh mm, the dialogue in this seems rough <laughs> yeah also I, um so they put out a good amount of money to license some real ass music for that game yeah they did um it's i'm literally gonna, I'm like calling this right now Yes. As a streamer. Um, oh, yeah, God. That game is going to be impossible to stream, but they are going to need people to stream it because oh, that's God, one of I the best ways to publicize. So what they're oh, going... Oh, that's so stupid. So here's what they're going to do. They're going to make a stream-safe version. There's some, there are some games that do this already. When they have licensed music in the game, they'll do like a, they'll do like a streamer mode where it just yes. mutes all the... Mutes yeah, they had, replaces like, they had... all the licensed music. They had the, the naughty bits. I think there's like a naughty bit cover up for uh um, uh, The Last of Us was uh, it? Cy cyberpunk. Oh yeah, because that right. game is about that game's about having normal conversations and being like, let's just bang in awkward first person modes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's streamer modes for lots of games, and one sure. of the things that it covers is we won't play licensed music. But it's every time they do the it, galaxy. every time they every time someone implements that. There's like two songs they get through. So, and then they're or, like, or oh, there's sorry, a chance, we'll have to patch that. There's a chance that they've 
already handled that. They like, may you would they hope. may have they may have given well they may have even given the the they may have even paid more money than we know for the rights to play the music in certain contexts or something like that or you like sign a thing and then you can get it through i don't know no the, twitch would have to like that's a totally different thing like square enix or, or crystal yeah, dynamics or yeah, whoever's right. behind that would would pay to license the music in their game and then twitch would have to license that music separately to actually broadcast it on their yeah, that's on true. their platform those are those are completely different transactions and the recording industry well known for being generous and not at all toxic Mm-mm. um will i'm sure they are not interested in double dipping on those rights so hmm. you know that'll be what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to put it out and it's going to be a game where they want people to stream it so they're going to have a streamer mode where they take all of the licensed music out or replace it or whatever and then like they're going to forget, like, whoops, there's a song in the credits. We forgot to take that one out. Whoops, your account's banned. And then they're going to have to patch it, and it's going to be a big thing. I'm calling it right now. That's the exactly how it's going to go. It's going to be like, nobody can stream this. Don't worry, there's a don't worry. There's a stream-safe mode that mutes the music. Whoops, we forgot to mute the music in this spot, so you're still screwed. That's I'm that, calling it. Write it down. That's the... It's the it has to be the dumbest... Uh, thing that's happened to streaming i think aside from weird well maybe not the dumbest there's some pretty awkward things that have happened but i i feel as as in terms of impacting the majority of people like the whole licensed music thing not being allowed to be streamed at all is, is by far the worst the the dmca thing was always going to happen because they're like seeing seeing it happen to youtube and seeing like their whole copyright strike system like I was looking at Twitch and people were like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you, you know, like all, all that happens, is they just they just mute that part of your video in the VOD. I, mean, I think that's so how, it's that, not that a, should it's be not a big deal. And people were just like, sense. people were just flying free. Just but like, makes, oh, well, you can no just sense. you can play whatever music you want. I was like, OK, you you say that it's not that it's not like the RIAA likes you being able to play music on your stream for free without paying for it. They just haven't figured out how to smack you yet. Yeah. But they're going to. They're working on it right now. And so here we are. I I I think ultimately it's 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 just it's 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 the dumb move like by Nintendo where like no, you can't make money off our games. Mm-hmm. Um we we wouldn't possibly want you to promote our games for free on your small YouTube channel. That would be dumb. Right and or massive youtube channel even like they didn't even make exceptions for the people that are you know have millions of followers because nintendo is because <laughs> they're nintendo. nintendo yeah um but the, the music is even more confusing to me because i've before i've heard many songs on a stream and been like oh that's kind of a cool song let me go let me go check out the youtube video which then if i watch it on the official youtube channel then they're getting their advertising money through that or whatever right mm-hmm. like or i buy the song which i haven't bought music in a really long time just because i don't mind listening to a video on uh on youtube for the most part or if it's on my streaming service which then they all get a cut from anyways because they pay you know the like amazon prime music gives them some kind of cut to allow them to play their song mm-hmm. uh so i don't it's 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 definitely a case of somebody being afraid of the future is what yeah. i'm getting at in, yeah in a, absolutely <laughs> in a long-winded way 
Yeah, when like we sort of talked about this last time, like when you when you're locked in and you have a you have a gravy train of profit that you have full control over, anything that comes up that threatens that control is the enemy. It is something yeah. to be afraid of and it's something to regulate and it's something to to like make sure you can stop. And that usually is you know, that usually takes the form of like old business trying to sue new, better version of that business out of existence because it threatens the business model that they have tried to keep in place for decades without changing. It's the same thing like, you know, was it 15 years ago, the recording industry wanted to sue the hell out of Apple Mm -hmm. because digital music was becoming a thing and they wanted to keep selling CDs. Right, right. So it's like, no, which, you can't. Which, how, how dumb were they? Like, how short-sighted was that where it was, you, and, you want us, you want to get rid of all of the, the, the enormous amount of cost it takes to actually have the physical CD, not mm-hmm. to, and, and, and you, you want us to make more money in an easier way? No. <laughs> We've been doing it this way forever. We will push that cart up the, yeah. the, the steep hill. Well, it's because, like, they make money off of the manufacturing, too. Yeah. Because at that point, they, you know, they're in with all of the with all the CD manufacturers. So they're part of the, they're part of the racket too, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it goes, it goes all the way up and down the supply chain. And anytime someone disrupts that with like, Hey, this is like way easier and better for everyone and could be cheaper for everyone. It's like, but we're already making money off of this though. Yeah. And what if, what if this other thing doesn't work out? Yeah. And then we make, make a little or worse. Money. What if it works out really well, but not for us. Yeah, but that's impossible because they still supply everything, right? Like, no matter how you think about it, if it works out, like, okay, it's it's like it's like digital books. So when when Kindle was first introduced, books were way cheaper. Like the digital version of a book was way cheaper than the the physical version of the book, like a lot cheaper. But mm. now, if you go to buy a book, the digital version is oftentimes more expensive than the physical copy. If you're talking about just like a regular book, mm-hmm. so no matter how you slice it, they control the what 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 happens so it's it's just it's just a it's literally just someone being afraid of technology or afraid of the future because at the end of the day if digital music is way more successful they can just charge more and people will still buy it do, do you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's a it's so weird yeah yes it's very but, short-sighted but it required them to actually see like that required them to actually see and react to a change in the market and yeah. do actual work for their business rather than just keeping everything the same and profiting off of everything forever. <laughs> oh no, I I know you're right. It's it's just kind of a it's just kind of dumb. It's very dumb. <laughs> it's very yeah. dumb. Um so Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out. I I that at least is going to be a single player game, so Yeah, that's kind of cool. I was I was happy that they said it's a, just a single player experience. That made yeah. me that made me smile that they decided to not bother with the the gas. I mean, I guess if they had, you know, I guess if they had really, if they're still trying to make Avengers work. So why would they just put out a different game that just competes with Avengers? True. Yeah, that's right. They have the, the, the DLC for, um, uh, the, the, uh, black Panther stuff is coming out, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that, but yeah, sure. I just knew that the game was still out. Oh, that was one of the other things that they talked about was the expansion for Avengers coming out. And I guess it's the Black Panther stuff. I'm trying to remember like what 
I guess they announced a release date for Starfield uh, at the Xbox. Yeah. Bethesda oh, yeah. Thing. That's right. It was 11, 11, 22, right? Yeah. Um, I don't that that release date's not real. I feel I don't know, man. They 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 want they want to they want to go off that that the the Skyrim the you know that that's a magical date for them. No, I like eleven eleven eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Was was Skyrim, and they want to so do now 11, it's 11, 11 plus 22. eleven is yeah. twenty two. Oh my god! Yeah, I get it, but <laughs> I don't believe any release date that is like. I don't believe a release date that is more than twelve months out. That is like a specific day. I would agree with you normally. I, this Although, time I'm not entirely sure just because it's such a it's a, a very specific date that has maybe like meaning to them as a company and they and Microsoft has Microsoft yeah, dollars to put behind it. That's true. And you know what? Hmm. It's Bethesda. If <laughs> yeah, it's not it. done, <laughs> they don't care. They'll just release it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah it actually doesn't matter i think i think i think it is the release date that doesn't mean the game is finished <laughs> yeah yep 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 that's yep mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> there was there's something else announced too oh i think they announced that yeah they announced the u.s release date for um uh rune factory oh yeah 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 it's five yeah, yeah rune five. factory five Jesse really liked Switch. Jesse really liked Rune Factory Four. Yeah, me too. So um, she is uh, she's very looking forward to it. Although she watched the trailer and she was like, "I don't." She was like kind of iffy about the about the uh, the visuals. Yeah, well, there's like party based combat and stuff too. It's kind of wild. Yeah, it looks like a Tales game. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be curious. I'll I'll definitely look into it. I don't know if I'll buy it. Um, I saw cool. a uh, I, I follow a uh, a sort of like independent games journalist. Uh, by the name of Stealth. Okay. And um, and he's usually pretty good about, like, little bits of analysis. Apparently, I don't know if Room Factory 5 is already out in Japan. I think it, it is. is. Yes. Um, He said something about them. Uh, there's a good chance they may have delayed, because I think uh, Room Factory 5 was supposed to come out this year, and they delayed it to early next year. Yes, that's what my understanding as well. Um, He said there's a good chance that they're waiting on a patch that fixes the game before releasing it in the west sweet lord so that's probably not good. i don't know if it's like a performance patch where there's like lag or something or if it's buggy or well there was a big issue with or i guess it's still sort of an issue with uh what's the what's the farming game that everybody likes story of seasons the a new one came out this year for the switch and i guess it was really it's pretty rough around the edges mm-hmm. um and there they had to, they released a couple performance patches that that try and fix that mm-hmm. so it could be something similar to that where it's like yeah it, it, well and they had to do the english voice casting for um for 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 rune factory because it's all english so that that's also part of the delay probably or was part of the delay uh because i think it was supposed to come out this winter or something like that is what what the what a rumor that i had heard yeah yeah in america i mean yeah or outside of japan i guess yeah, I, I, that was basically my understanding as well. Other than that, I don't think there was nothing's jumping out at me in my memory. Yeah, not, that not that really means much. But to be honest, the there hasn't been anything all that like. Oh my god! It's it's worth <laughs> noting that we're we're recording two podcasts fairly close to each other, and we're still so the Nintendo Direct is tomorrow, which because yes. we're both shameless fanboys. 
yeah. um, will probably be the thing that holds the most interest for us. True. Um, but that literally, like, the podcast that has that content in it will literally come out two weeks after the actual direct. So <laughs> we'll still talk about it, <laughs> but it's, you know, it'll be old news by then. Very, very old news, especially especially in today's standards. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, that's, um, you know, that's fine. They still have the best direct format. I, 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 I know I talked about it. Well, yesterday, <laughs> but last week, I, I just like I like their here here. Oh, I got. I hope they don't change it. What I'm not. You know what? Forget. I don't it. think they would. I, it works for them. Uh, I they also have enough stuff usually to show because like a mm-hmm. not every company has like 15 trailers to show for games, right? Right. Um, well, and Nintendo does a good job of like varying it up where it's like, okay, here's we're gonna spend 10 minutes telling you about this really big game that we want you to be interested in, but mm-hmm. now here's you know five or 10 little ones in a row. Yeah. So, okay. So let's do you want to do you want to what games do you think they'll talk about? Do you think they'll what what is everyone wants to hear Metroid Prime Four, but I don't think they're going to. No, I know I know what people want to hear, but what do you think they'll actually talk about? Like as the big games, I don't mean. Okay, we know game. there's a we know there's a a, a Smash character. Yeah, yeah, Smash so characters we, are going to be a part of it for sure. We know that for sure. Um, I, someone in Discord asked like, "Who is my who's my dream character?" to be to be revealed and i'm like you know like i would love to see shantae get in it but it's she's not going to yeah that's definitely way beyond her (laughs) way way beyond like they're getting like if they're getting (laughs) steve from minecraft and they're not putting shantae in smash brothers i can pretty much guarantee it yeah she would be like the smallest time character on the roster by far i mean that's like that's like you wanting klonoa that's that's, (laughs) yeah that's not gonna happen either (laughs) yeah you're not even wrong you're not even wrong um everyone everyone always talks about dante but i feel like dante is made swords yeah i feel like dante is made irrelevant by um by bayonetta who was literally just made to be a replacement for dante by platinum because they couldn't make devil may cry anymore (laughs) yeah yeah yep but they could do nero they could do Nero and they could give him a non sword. Um, I he does have the sword and he's got the, you know, yeah, yeah, but at least he, it'd be well, they could even make him like a like a color palette swap thing where you could be Nero or Dante or whatever. Well, the right? thing like, is, like, as of DMC5, Nero is significantly different from Dante, like, he has a completely different moveset, mm, okay. And I think that's why, like, if you if they put Dante in there, I feel like it would just be like Bayonetta. But Nero feels different, and he's and he's kind of being billed as like the new kind of poster boy for the for the franchise. Yeah, like he's he's kind of the main character of five. Right. Yeah, um, it's Devil May Cry five featuring uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean Dante's in it, and he's really cool. But like Nero's kind of like the fresh faced. You know, it's all kind of about his like ascension. He's going to be the one to. to... He he has this Gohan moment, right? Oh, he does. Yeah, he has this big Gohan moment where he like you know has his whole ascension to like being the big hero, and then oh. like it remains to be seen whether they're going to actually like hold on to that and let him take the lead like Toriyama wanted to, like make Gohan the new like main 
protagonist or if they're just gonna you know roll it back and be like yeah but dante though okay so is, so he's the one filling people's dark souls with light now yeah that's the one okay okay you got it so yeah i like i think nero would be cool he has some like he has some stuff that would work really well but a sneaky cool pick for uh for character that could actually be on the table is zagreus from hades oh yeah that's actually a nintendo uh yeah, Hades wasn't it is... kind of like a Nintendo exclusive right now for consoles? Yeah, I, I think it's coming out on on PlayStation and Xbox soon, and I think that was actually announced in the last couple days. But like, I believe you're right. Yeah, right now it's like PC and Switch, and hmm. that would be a little that would be kind of small potatoes in terms of company for for them to team up with. But that'd be kind of cool. It would be in that Super Giant is still like sort of indie. I mean, they're indie compared to like their other studio team ups with you know microsoft yeah or sega yeah (laughs) yeah no question but like i think it's a i think it's a sneaky fun pick just because it's a really big trendy game right now yeah i i think you're i don't think hmm i I don't expect it to happen i just think it would be cool but i don't think that's it i i would be surprised if that's it in terms of just dumb things that i'd like to see in it i always wanted to see goku (laughs) yeah goku or uh or or uh uh Goku, Doom Guy, like Diablo, that would mm. all of those would be really fun, but none of them are actually happening. Yeah, I, I think if I, I think the one of the ones that that lands in that sort of echelon of of characters is like everyone always talks about Master Chief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. And there is a new Halo game coming, and Microsoft and Nintendo have been playing nice lately, so that's a maybe that's true i guess it's possible why not i mean if they got if they got solid snake and sonic and cloud they can get master chief and (laughs) minecraft steve who is also technically an exclusive microsoft character at this point in a a sense well they have banjo also who's microsoft well yeah but that's different i mean it's still if we're just talking we're talking just about licensing things right yeah and they actually own Bethesda now, so technically Doom Guy or uh oh wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doom Guy too. Doom Guy. Yep. That's true. So those could all be especially the only reason I wanted to see Doom Guy is just because I wanted to see like the Isabel Doom Guy intro video for it, because it would be I'm sure it would be very well put together. <laughs> yeah. No, like the reveal trailer is really what we're all looking forward to. That's what I was about to say. I- we, we said it we said it that. before it's like it doesn't we don't care what the actual character is because we're not True, actually i don't even play it, it. <laughs> yeah but if, i am definitely Shate, looking forward to the uh, to the trailer itself that'll be that'll be fun um anyway the, what 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 is just what is the one big game you think nintendo not you know, it doesn't i mean we can be wrong here but what's what's the what's the one thing that you think they'll do um they tease Splatoon 3, so I expect a lot of stuff about Splatoon 3. Yeah, that's kind of... At the at the last Direct, that was kind of their big kicker, is they're doing Splatoon 3. Yeah. Um. So uh, they're, they have to have more details about that. Sure, um, sure. I assume they probably have to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. That's, that's, that's the one that I'm thinking. Like, that's, that, that seems that's the, like the big I think that's going to be the, their show stealer, so to speak um i I doubt they're gonna even mention i mean they might be like hey we're still working on metroid prime but we don't have anything to show you yeah like they could they could do one of those and then that's gonna end up being like the that could be that could also be like their hey buy the switch pro 
that's where that's where they're going to put the Breath of the Wild 2 stuff or even I guess they could bundle it with Metroid Prime but that that seems it's supposedly the Switch Pro is coming out this year but that that, that rumor has been happening for years now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I totally forgot that people were expecting a, a hardware announcement. Yeah, supposedly it was supposed to have happened before E3. That's what everybody was saying was that Nintendo was going to announce it prior to. But these are, I mean, turns out that rumors are rumors. Yep. And Nintendo tends to be pretty good about leaks. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they run a pretty tight tight ship over there. I I picture it being like it's it's actually just never worth it to ever leak anything because if they find out you're dead. (laughs) Yeah. Quite you're not, possibly you're, literally. You're not fired. They, they, you just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gunpei Yokoi. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they they would be they would be the, the Nintendo would definitely be the the like. Have you seen the Harry Potter movies? I have seen three of them. Did you see the, the Four fifth of them. one? No, that was not one of them. Okay, well, there's someone in it who's like this she's she's like a bad person but she's very bubbly and friendly and an and outsider might be like yeah maybe she's okay she's just kind of weird but she's actually super evil but she comes off as very very nice and proper and oh everything's great um and so i, I kind of picture nintendo being like that if they were in a if they were in an anime where they'd be everyone would love them but they're actually the super evil corporation yeah i get that they're they're actually oh oh my god this they the, the, oh hey let's just talk about fantasy star now this they they are they are the <laughs> their their mother brain from fantasy star 2 <laughs> okay perfect segue let's get to ads and then get to fantasy star yes so fantasy star 2 it's fantasy star 2 this game came out in 1989 yes for the the master system it was the biggest game at the time i don't necessarily mean sales wise or anything like that i mean literally it was the the first six megabit cartridge oh shit it was it was a massive game, right? Like, whew, so so you many. You can't pixels. really tell from looking at it. That, that's rude. <laughs> no, I mean like having seen a little bit of Fantasy Star One and then Fantasy Star Two, like it doesn't look. I had the same feeling actually while playing significantly it. Significantly upgraded. No, it doesn't. Uh, in fact, it in many ways I thought it was a side grade to Fantasy Star. I really yeah. really liked Fantasy Star One a lot. I thought that. Mind you, I was playing it on the. I was gonna the, say the you Sega played Ages. the remake version, so I, I definitely had a better experience because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked the uniqueness of it. That's what I fell in love with so much more so than the Fantasy Star Two. Because Fantasy Star Two is just a it's a more traditional, top down. There are no first person dungeons, any of that kind of stuff. Which, in theory, I like way better. Yeah, but this is a very yeah. This is eighty nine. So right, it's it's early in the rpg era still yeah for sure um and this game has some oh my god talk about grinding in a video game (laughs) boy i watched like i had to skim through because like i swear i so just just full disclosure you played this yes and i assume finished it yeah oh yeah i beat it and i watched like a couple hours of a long play on youtube Mm-hmm. Which is kind of how we did the first one as well, only I watched, like, most of that long play for Fantasy Star sure. 1. Yep. And this, I watched, like, a little bit of, like, the first two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I, I bet swear you... that entire thing was just random battles. 
It was. So so the reason I was excited to play Fantasy Star 2 is because a lot of people talked about how great the story was. So I was expecting a little bit more story moments. You know how yeah, a Final yeah. Fantasy game has a lot of story for like after I guess after three. Once you get to Final Fantasy Four, it's it's very heavy story. Yeah, so I was kind know, of picturing that, that. I don't want to go to like I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack us for a moment and no, then take bring your time, us back. Yeah. Um because I don't want to talk about it too much because we are gonna actually do a podcast on FF6. But I was kind of surprised how much of the second half of FF6 does not have a, like, it kind of loses a consistent story thread. It Yeah, so the second half of 6 is, is kind of set up more like a traditional RPG prior to that. Yeah. It's like, it's sort of just Just open... go around and go to places to get things. And there'll be story bits here and there. And, and yeah. Fantasy Star 2 actually has a really cool story structure. There's just not that much story involved in it. I see. Um, the where... setup was interesting. Yeah, it's cool, like, right? The opening is where you're having this dream of basically it's Alice from the first mm-hmm. fantasy star and she's fighting um LASIK, who's like the 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 dark evil bad guy. Right, right. Uh and he's like, I don't know what's happening. I just keep having this dream, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of toss into the world and you find out in this world of Fantasy Star 2, there's this thing called Mother Brain, yep. who's this totally good computer that's not bad at all. Yeah, uh, because mother brains and RPGs are always good. Literally, and... this is the third mother brain c- computer mother brain in a video game that I have heard of, and they have all been villains. Yeah, of course you can't have a you can't have an all seeing mother brain that's good because this so this thing regulates all life. So this is the this, same. This is like and f- furthermore, all of those games are Japanese, which I feel like is just a techno a techno equivalent version of Kill God. <laughs> like every Japanese game likes to do. Yes. It's, it's just, it's, you know, it's just techno god. Mm-hmm. It's techno god, yep. Um so this the, the setup is that you're you you have these dreams the this you're on the same planet system as the first game. Uh you're on uh, you're not on Palmyth. You're on which one is it? Oh my god. Is it Motavia? I think you're on Motavia. Mota. I believe is the planet that you're on in this one. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe you're on Palma. Now I'm confused. Whatever. No, no, you're on Motavia because Motavia was the desert planet in the first game. And since Mother Brain took over, it's turned it into a very lush, like, water plant. Like, Mother Brain controls climate control, which controls, like, weather and then the monsters. But something's wrong with Mother Brain and a ton of monsters are being created. And they're like, what's happening? Why is okay. why are we under attack constantly? Yeah, huh? And so you have to walk around and figure that out by going to different towns. Uh, you start off with one character, your main character, who you can name whatever you want. And then you have your other character, Nay, and she is, a, she's like a hybrid human machine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go off on your adventure trying to figure out what's wrong with Mother Brain. And it's for the, for the first, well, for the majority of the game, you're actually just doing random battles. Thankfully, the random battles are okay. And they, they do have like a nice auto batter, battle feature. So once you're strong enough, you can just like let the game sort of take care of itself. Um but the fight, the the structure of the fights, it's 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 the menuing is cumbersome. It's not it like looked like it. It's so annoying. So a normal, a normal like Final Fantasy, you're you're uh, even. Let's just go with the original ones where you picked all of your characters' actions and then they took place. Sure, right. So you don't you don't get to. It's not like an active time battle, right? Um, so you pick all of their actions, but in this one, you 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 have to select each person's skill 
individually by going to a menu. Like, so the, the battle screen pops up and you have an option that's like fight or, or orders. And when you strategy, select orders right? or strategy, yeah. Yeah. And then you select the, the strategy for that character and then it goes back to that and then you have to do it for each individual character. Then when you press fight, it just does that until you stop it. So that's where the auto battle oh. comes into play. Oh, that's weird. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't continuously pop up in between each turn. Is it um, like, that sounds almost like the FF12 Gambit system in a weird primitive way. Sort of, yeah, kind of. Except that it's super, super duper limited because yeah, I'm sure. you're, you're just picking attack or defend or like you can use magic, but then you'll continuously use magic, the exact same magic on whatever it is you used, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really magic. Well, it's kind of strange on how the system works, but it's 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 effectively magic. Um, and it's... Honestly, it's it's sort of, eh, it's okay. It's so slow. Oh, my God. It would be, it, it's really hard to recommend playing Fantasy Star 2 mm-hmm. unless you love, 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 love grinding in mm-hmm. terms of the battle system because it's just so much battling, like nonstop battling. Uh, I, I play it on the, the Sega collection, and there's a fast-forward button, which I pretty much had held down the entire time I was playing the game because it's just too slow otherwise. But the story at the very end, so I was I was kind of getting, I was sort of like, yeah, this game's okay. The music's great. I love the music. The music is really, really good. The battle system music, thankfully, is fantastic, which is nice. Um, but it was sort of like, yeah, this isn't really doing it for me. I can see where you would, this would have been a mind-blowing experience in 89, but playing it now is kind of like whatever. The end of the game, though, is fun, and I'll talk about that later, and it sort of made me love the rest of the game retroactively, which was one. Okay. I, li- you, I like those kind of moments where yeah, yeah. something really cool happens. You're like, all right, all right. <laughs> you win. Yeah, okay, we're doing this now. Right. All right. So, but to get to that point is rough. Um, the the Before I talk too much about the story, I want to show you a, an image of the dungeons because this game has the worst dungeons I've ever done in a video game in my entire life. Hands down, the worst experience with dungeons i so saw a lot of one and it just boy it was in there for a long time well so first of all every dungeon has this weird overhead view like a normal rpg but they put pipes because you're inside of a building and it's trying to create a cool experience like oh hey look you're 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 inside this building so yeah, you're, you're getting... in this warehouse right yeah whatever. whatever it is like a and so the, half of the a large portion of the screen is covered up by piping that's just always there mm-hmm. <laughs> is weird um but so here's here's one dungeon this is an outside dungeon and it's just a gigantic maze oh it's just God, a huge that's... maze oh boy and that's that's not even a bad dungeon that's like an okay dungeon um let me show you that's massive oh they're huge they are absolutely gigantic and they're they're a massive nasty mess too like look at this look at this one this is this is another dungeon. Uh-huh. Um, you you have no idea where you're going. By the way, it's really hard to tell where anything is because they don't use stairs. They use teleporters. Like every single dungeon is set mm. up with teleporting, so you're teleporting from one spot to another spot. So it's it would be well, and everything impossible. looks the same. Right, that too. So it'd be almost impossible to navigate this without a map. In fact, when they brought it to, I don't know if it was in Japan or not, but when they in America, there's an entire guidebook was packed with the game like 120 page from the beginning of the game all the way to the final boss guidebook oh was, wow was okay. packed with it um it didn't actually have those convenient little like telling you where the teleporters go but at least it had a map so then you could kind of figure it out if you were 
you know, you because at least you'd have a point of reference to look at where you were overall. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but and, then there's dungeons. I feel like that's that's might even have been part of the intended experience. Is like here's your here's your map. Compare like the landmarks on this map to your location where you teleport in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And and uh-huh. like try to figure out where you are like manually, which, you know, is a very analog way to try to figure things out. And there were a lot of games that did that at the time, either because of limitations or because they just wanted that to be part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, The one that I just linked you, this is a spaceport that you land at kind of in the last third of the game or so where you, when you go to the ice planet. Uh-huh. Uh, this is filled with random battles. And to... Okay, so your spaceship, you can't, it's not actually on the map, it's not, it would be on another tier of the map, but mm-hmm. um, you land there, and then you have to navigate through this nasty maze to get into four separate parts of the world map, which takes you to th- uh, three or four different towns, and then if you want to get back to the main, you can, so when you're in the town, they did have this cool teleport system that you can teleport between different town places if you visited them once, which is nice. That is but nice. If you want to go so back fast to travel, main, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's fast travel, yep. So if you want to go back to the main planet, you have to um, you, you have to uh, teleport to your spaceship in this mess, and then you can fly back there. But when you get back to this spaceport area, you have to navigate through it again to get back to one of the towns. You can't just teleport there. So you're it's it's just uh. so it's really really rough to to navigate. And then this this dungeon. Let me just share with you the 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 worst dungeon I've ever had the displeasure of of going through in my life and without a guide i think it would be almost not even worth finishing the game (laughs) i don't even know what i'm looking at right now so this dungeon those are not teleporters you see all those numbers when you click on it they're they're not the numbers barely it's so small i can barely even like get a read on it oh it doesn't oh i don't know why it's just giving you the link i don't know how do i just send you a cool link okay no i got it i got it I just, I just hit open a ridge. Oh, okay. That's why, because, yeah, Discord shrunk it down a little bit, but this is a 3,000 by 3,000 pixel map. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. So you, you start where it says start somewhere, basement, first level, maybe. Um, yeah, which seems small or no, two de- Yeah, first floor. So there's th- one, two, three. They're just pits. These are not teleporters. This whole dungeon is a matter of walking into random pits oh, to then find where you it's need a, to go. It's a falling puzzle. Yes, but there's like how I don't know. It looks like there's there's more than a hundred different holes that you can fall through. It looks like I'm 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 looking. I'm looking. I see ninety. Uh, is there a hundred? It may only ninety two, ninety three. I think ninety three might be the most. Than, maybe just less than a hundred. So without a guide, you're just oh my lord! I don't. You're just in here for like half of the game. <laughs> just falling down and like falling down even if you just tried all of these individually and you remembered all of them and you didn't accidentally go down the same one twice which i absolutely would because i do that all the time you're still in here for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours which is how the game is designed on purpose because the enemies are tough but they give a lot of experience and you and if you want to have a a chance without you know using silly new technology like save states or rewind time sure you're, you're going to wish you had spent all that time leveling because you're going to have to level anyways because the game's about grinding so mm-hmm. in that sense the dungeons are designed as this horrible maze on purpose because then it feels like you're i guess it's a way to make people feel like you're uh having progress without just running yeah. back and forth on the world map right? it's, it's absolutely wasting your time but it is wasting your time in a way that feels productive 
Yeah. And I think that's sort of the idea behind the maps is that like, hey, look, we have this massive cartridge. Let's fill it with a bunch of stuff. Like, like let's fill it with these ridiculously silly maze dungeons. Yeah, these are um, these are like just looking at this map. This is like these are some of the biggest dungeons I think I've ever seen even now for <laughs> like for a, you know, for like a pixel JRPG type of game. Yeah, they're monster. They're 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 absolutely enormous. And without, because I don't think the original guide that came packed with it told you it didn't. I don't believe it was detailed enough to tell you which exact teleporters to go on. Right. Right. Like you still needed to figure all of that out. It just gave you an image without all those numbers on it. So you then at least you had some sort of idea which of what is, you were which is helpful, at. but still like still it's crazy. helpful, but still like leaves a lot up to you to figure out. Yeah. So the the. This the 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 dungeons in Fantasy Star Two are a total nightmare. Um, it certainly appears that way. <laughs> well, I'm really glad I didn't play this. Actually, oh, you would not have had fun. Did you? I, I, yeah, actually, I was having fun because I was I didn't mind grinding with fast forward while I watched shows, but I was not playing Fantasy Star. <laughs> yeah, so it, at that point, it's more like you're playing an idle game on your phone. You're playing yes. AFK Arena. I was absolutely playing an idle game for, I would say, 80% of my time playing Fantasy Star. Hmm. It's not a, I would not recommend playing this game today. The, the, the story is cool. So, okay. Um, one of the first things you do is you, you save, there's like a guy that won't let anybody pass because he's, he's super, he's super bad now. And it turns out this guy wasn't always bad. It's some stuff happened and his daughter was like, got taken. And so now he's, he's like morphed into this naughty person because he wants to save his daughter by getting money from people sure okay so you go save his daughter and then you bring the daughter to him and he doesn't recognize it's his daughter because it's been a long time or he's blinded by rage or whatever yeah he's he's lost sight it used to be like i'm gonna sacrifice my morals to do this bad thing because i care about my family and then it just becomes like we're just i'm just doing it to do it and i've forgotten why right and so his daughter's there and he's like it's me. And he's like, give me your stuff. And she's like, what? And then he stabs her. And you're like, what? <laughs> and Whoa. it is just straight up slices her dead. And then he's like, oh, God, what have I done? Then he explodes. <laughs> and then it's like, you've, oh. you've unlocked the rest of the world map. Okay. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? This game's insane. Wow. Um, and and so the you, you like I was saying, you have two party members at first. And then every time you go to a town for like the first four or so towns you get a different party member but you don't get them by going to the town exactly you get them by visiting the town and once you've visited the town it unlocks them if you go back to your house in the very first town and go in there and then somebody's knocks on your door and it's like hey let's uh let's let's go on an adventure together and you're like all right cool um it's kind of a weird way of adding new characters but you can if you and if you can if you want to go through this entire game with just the main character whose default name is rolf um yeah <laughs> And uh, I, I so I watched um, I, I watched far enough um, to get Rudo mm-hmm. and he just like it's just like there's a knock at the door and it's this dude who's like, hey, I'd like to go with you. And like I I'm a uh, I'm a what's the, the bio bio mutant or bio. Yes. Yeah. He, he He's a he's a dude that specializes in beating up bio creatures because so the first planet you're on the th- stuff that's made my mother brain are all bio engineered type stuff i can't there there is a specific word for it that i'm blanking on also it's definitely um, bio something but i also remember seeing them call it something different at some point yeah 
basically and, they're they're basically just they're fleshy creatures as opposed to robotic creatures is the got it, is the yeah. difference okay because in the second half of the game you're fighting a lot of robots but dude's like yeah i i fight i i hunt those things i don't and he's like i don't have any skills except i'm good with a gun and i'm like <laughs> well that's a skill <laughs> i mean like if you're a hunter that's kind of important but then he's like my name is rudolph it, it's something <laughs> super german like yeah. rudolph krauser or something <laughs> And then he's like, I go, it's Rudo for short, unless you have a, do you have a, can you think of a better name for me? Yeah. I don't know if it's it's part of the translation. Did we just meet and you're just like, Hey, I'm joining your party. And also if you'd like to rename me, you can. Yeah, no, that's how everybody introduces themselves. And it's really funny because some of them say dialogue. That's like, um, (laughs) We can be better friends if you come up with a nickname or a better name for me. And it's like, well, no, I want the default name. So you feel kind of guilty picking their default name because they're like, well, we would be better friends if if you if you yeah. you know if you named me. So why don't you name me? And I'm like, well, I, we I just don't want met. To. I just I, I like your name, but I think yeah. that was just a weird translation thing. I, I think it's like there's always the there's always the thing in in Japanese culture where. Um, part of like becoming friends with someone is like, oh, we should have cute nicknames for each other. Yeah, yeah. We should exactly. like, you know, we should um, like we abbreviate everyone. Like, your name is uh, you know, your name is your name is Yuki, so I'll call you Yuchan or whatever. <laughs> right, right. You I know, think I'm that's gonna... kind of what they were going for. Maybe, I, yeah, but it just doesn't translate know. well. It does not translate well. Uh, so there's a bunch of different characters. Some are. There's like a doctor healer. Then there's this lady warrior who's a total badass because she gets she can use weapons that attack everything in a group. Um, so like you know how you have groups of monsters where it'd be like this. There's like four of this type of monster, and then her. It's like a boomerang from Dragon Quest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that's she's cool. Then you get a thief girl who I didn't use at all, but she gives you an item that lets you save anywhere on the world map, which would have been obviously game breaking. Not yeah, game breaking, wow. but required. You can save absolutely anywhere in dungeons anytime you want, not even on the world map. Um, so that's awesome for yeah, a normal cool. person, but I was using, you know, an emulation type thing from the Sega collection. So sure. I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise you have to save at very specific locations, like, you know, in towns and stuff. Right. Makes sense. And is that the as was the turn? style at the time. Of course, of course. That's not a knock on the game, that's just old RPGs. Um and so then after you collect your party, you're, you're doing some, some, some stuff. You go get ready to see what's wrong with Mother Brain and see what's wrong with climate control. And you get in there, and then there's this thing that looks exactly like your first party member, Nay, and you're like, oh, my God, it's Nay first. And so it turns out that this was, like, the evil half of Nay, and you're you've uh, Nay's like, I won't let this happen. And then, Eve, like, Nay first just slaughters your party member. She's just straight up dead. Oh, and you're like, what the hell? And then you have to go into combat and kill. Oh, that's kill the first. spoiler you were talking about earlier. Yeah. So in that image, the, in the image for the the thumbnail for that song, it's a thumbnail of the the, the evil version holding up the corpse of your party member. <laughs> and that damn, that that's kind of been... sad because like the one thing I noticed, like they introduce her at the beginning of the game, and I'm like, oh, she's cute. Yeah, that's she the whole seems thing. really nice. Yeah, she is. It's it's totally an Aerith moment, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, except way before Eris, Ares. Yep. Uh, so it's, it's, 
I kind of knew that that was in the game, so I, I didn't know when it happened, but I knew a party member was killed. Okay. And so it was it didn't hit quite as hard, but yeah. that would have been quite. It was a, just one of those like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, right. But that would have been a holy crap, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, then then you kill it and you find out some stuff's going haywire. You 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 mess up the the climate control stuff. And you have to do a whole bunch of other things by going to stupid dungeons. And basically the government then's like, hey, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't mess with Mother Brain. This is naughty. So you become wanted criminals. And that's when all of the, because you, you stop the Mother Brain from creating bio monsters. Then you start fighting just robots exclusively for a while. Okay. Um, you fight, I, it's kind of cool, like, to have the the sort of, like, I, I did notice, like, so the the first dungeon seemed really grindy, but there did seem to be a lot of uh, enemy variety. Oh, 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 yeah. The the again, just like Fantasy Star One, that there's lots of cool enemies. They have they have some pretty neat animations. They're not quite as maybe not as exciting as the as the uh, as Fantasy Star One, just because mm. you're not like they're not like right in your face so much. Yeah, yeah. Um. But they're it's they're still really they're still really well done. In fact, here's I wanted to show you this one. I, I don't I I couldn't find a GIF of it or GIF depending on which way you like saying Just it. Just say it how you that that <laughs> debate is never going away. So we all just need to pick the side that we're comfortable on and just pretend it doesn't exist. What in the actual hell? So this is like a rabbit that's like in and it just it's just it attacks you by exploding. It's like no, it just like yeah, it just like throws its intestines at you. <laughs> That's wild. I did see it's a couple. It's so nasty. I, it's so I nasty. I did see like there was a frog that does something similar. Yeah, they 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 they, they definitely went all out with the sprite work, uh, and and the animations are cool. Um, so no, the the enemy variety is nice. There is the over, overall the 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 actual battles is, are pretty cool, and there's a lot of strategy you could you do, or you can just be mindless leveling up way too much and then um actually <laughs> one of the podcasts uh when i first started playing fantasy star 2 so i don't know like a month ago or whatever it was mm-hmm. the entire podcast i was just basically leveling up while we were chatting so it was like four like three hours of of mindless leveling that hap- took place while we were talking about whatever game we were talking about that week that's I didn't actually have to really interesting to, to me that it just becomes this sort of like background mindless uh, grinding. Yeah. Because literally there are like, we look at that and it's like, oh, it's such an old design. But like, there are literally games built around that concept now. Mm-hmm. Like totally. that, that is what idle games are. That's what clicker games are. It's yeah, you just, just don't have like to press the button. Simple, repetitive motion that makes numbers and that makes numbers go up. That makes things like bigger and better. Because yeah, that I've... is kind of a that is a feeling that is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's kind of fascinating that that's that that's know. still around, but it's 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 disguised as something different now. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of been taken out of like proper full RPGs. Thank God. Like they've they've removed the largely they've removed the grinding requirement to get through a game. Well, I made it so that you can just kind of go from point to point without too much trouble. Yes. Yeah, there's still secret bosses that require setup or grinding or whatever it is. Sure, but but a lot of it is not so much. I mean, you do have to grind a little bit, but a lot of it is really purposeful where it's like, well, we're, we're trying to get these items for this equipment or we're trying to we're looking for, you know, this particular monster in this place or. 
you mm-hmm. know, well, there's grinding a specific in... thing that you're getting other than just like, yeah, we're just going to fight whatever we find because we need levels. Yeah, we need, and, and this one, the levels are important, but it actually, they, they seems like they, they, it's like chunks. So after every X number of levels, it seems like you get stronger, but the main reason you're fighting stuff is to get money to buy new equipment. Cause equipment is really, you need to have the current equipment to do stuff. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, speaking of weird, <laughs> speaking of weird, uh, translation issues again, okay. there was, there's a guy who teaches you how to play the piano. He gives you the music technique at some point and you need music to, to open up a lock later. It's, it's sort of silly. But anyways, when you talk to him in the, in the Japanese version, he's gay. Okay. And so when a male character, when you, when you, cause you can teach it to anyone in your party. So you can teach it to male characters or female characters. Uh-huh. And so if you teach it to a male character, he says something like, Ooh, he's cute. And he charges you less. Oh, uh, but if, and then if you do a female character, he charges you more. Cause you know, he likes the guy. Yeah. And in, in the American version, not all of the, the, the gay references were removed. Of course. And instead they were. it's just he looks smart. <laughs> so so then it, it turns it into a women are dumb and they can't learn music in America. Oh my god. Nineteen eighty nine, everyone. Isn't that terrible? Nineteen eighty freaking nine. Jeez. Yeah, that that was one of those oh, what? man. Cause I looked it up because I was like, this is so weird. Why is why is it saying something about a character looking smart or dumb? I was like, that seems so terrible. Yeah. And I ended up trying to figure it out. And that's, it's, it's actually on the Wikipedia page. It's like, Oh, cool. That's, that explains it. Cause I didn't understand mm-hmm. why it just seemed really, that seemed awkward writing for Japan in, in at that point. Cause like, if you think about so- sailor moon and things that were popular and uh, there's lots of, there's lots of, it's, it's okay to be gay in Japan <laughs> in, in, in certain in certain media formats it's okay let me yeah it's it's weird like (laughs) they're still working on actually legalizing gay marriage there but like no no it's been it's been out and about in like games and manga as like a as like a character trait that you can mess with for a long time it's okay as a character not yeah that's that's what i meant um yeah for sure but yeah so that was that was a weird that's sort of an odd translation thing that happened yeah definitely uh, sort of dumb. I, I will say one of the, the one of the things that kind of bummed me out about this is that there's not very much planet travel because I really loved that in Fantasy Star One mm. where you're like flying on your spaceship to different places. There's only one spaceship and you only go to the ice planet and really you never actually need to go back to the main planet again. So that's sort of that's sort of a oh yeah that is like kind of I lame. remember Fantasy Star One you go like you go bouncing back and forth between planets all the time. Yeah, I thought and I thought that was cool. It kind of added to the whole sense of I hey I'm I'm playing a space RPG as opposed yeah, to yeah, just yeah. a normal you know dystopian rpg or whatever right um so yeah you you end up going to the ice planet and there's some again the dungeons just get worse um and you you end up but you do end up finding one of your party members from the very first final fantasy who like is like a super ancient mystic dude that's like hey you gotta you gotta you gotta save everybody you gotta go you gotta go stop the the true the true big bad um Mm -hmm. in this other place by collecting all of these special items obviously sure yeah (laughs) and it was at this point that i was i was really at the edge end of my rope and i was like man i'm i'm not having that much fun anymore Mm fanster 2 kind of sucks i'm sort of just i'm getting through it because i want to finish it because i might the 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 big the big draw and what started all this that i really want to play fantasy star 4 because apparently that game's just amazing like it's it's on par with other 16-bit 
Aww. like Fantasy the, the... Star 4, I actually played a reasonable amount of, and I had a good time with it. Like, mm-hmm. I liked just about everything about that game, except that I think it's still relatively grindy because I just never felt strong in that game at all. Yeah, so that's that's I'm sure there's still some grind involved to it. It's not like yeah. like the 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 best RPGs of that era. You know, you know, if you think of like Corner Triggers or Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, even four and six, like those games, you don't have to grind. You can just kind of go from story beat to story beat for the most part. Sure, it makes it easier, but you don't need to sit there and level up. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I was I was getting frustrated. Also, the emulation on the we I we mentioned this last week. The emulation got really weird, where like the sound stopped working when I got to the final dungeon, um, and that was obviously terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, it it ended up fixing itself somehow when I because I just kept playing through the final dungeon. And you get to the final boss, who turns out to be that spooky kind of alien face thing that's for, from the first game, and it's actually like the cause of everything it's basically the dark side of 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 emotion like it has all of your negative all of living like living life forces uh dark tendencies are all are all kind of inside of this thing is kind of what yeah caused, okay it's just it's, the it's the it's the amalgamation of like everyone's dark emotional side yeah in fact it's i think it's literally called dark force um, yeah okay this is a very you, that's a very japanese concept yeah, and the boss I can think fight of like is... five. I can think of like five different things that have some form of like, oh yeah, everyone's everyone's negative aura collects in this place and gives this creature strength. Yes, yep. And so the the boss fight is either really easy or horrendous, and it depends entirely upon your level. Um, because once you get to a certain level, stuff just does less damage to you, right? Like it's, and and you get skills that let you heal the whole party for a lot. Um. What I did instead was, because I didn't want to grind anymore, was utilize the absolute heck out of rewind time. Because this boss does two things. It either does an attack that kind of mind controls a party member and makes them do different things, or it does a multi-hit attack on your party. And mm. the RNG works such that if you rewind time to before it actually decides which attack it uses, you can just manipulate which one you get, which is fantastic because oh. I didn't want to spend like, you know, four more hours leveling up. Yeah, um, I don't blame you. Yeah. This is why like RNG seed manipulation is such a big thing in RPG speedruns. Correct. Yep. Yep. Because you're basically trying to do that without having to rewind time. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, and... So you 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 kill that boss and you're like oh cool now let's let you finish you know you think you're done with the game and I'm I'm really like let's just end this stuff so yeah, I know you got to still fight Mother Brain because Mother Brain is still a thing that exists right and so you 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 go and you talk to Mother Brain and Mother Brain's like I'm still gonna fight you let's I, we you're 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 getting in the way of of what I am and what I who who like what I was created to do so you kill Mother Brain and like all right cool I beat the game. Let's wrap it up. Let's get to the credits. And then something really cool happens. You're like, oh, I hear there's other people on this spaceship because you, you're in space. You're out. Yeah. In, uh, and you're like, oh, there's other there's other humans or there's humans on this spaceship. Let's go. Let's go talk to them. And you go talk to these 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 this group of people. And they're the last. They're the remaining survivors from Earth, like our Earth. Um, and they've traveled to they've been they were traveling in space because they had used all of the resources on Earth. Earth was a dead planet. And so these are the remaining people that were left. And they created this mother brain to then take over the the uh, the Algol star system. Okay. And they had previously actually blown up one of the three planets. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, they they had when that that was what. Oh, did per- we establish actually that a thousand years have passed between this game and the events of the first game? No, I didn't say that. That's true. Yeah, so this there's a thousand years between this there. and the next one, and in that thousand years, this mother brain was created and was yeah. So the, these humans they blew up one of the planets. Um, I don't remember why now. It was like in the they were just why did they do it? I think they were trying to. I don't know if it was just because they could or because they didn't want they were maybe they were getting too close to figure out like to to getting to them. I actually have no memory of why they blew the planet up. I just know the planet was blown up and you were blamed for it. You know, um, the, honestly, like the justification was probably quite thin anyway. Yeah. So it's like in games from that era, it's like it. you probably missed one line of dialogue that explained. Oh, I think I remember. I, you, okay, so you get transported to a prison ship after you destroy Mother Brain, and mm-hmm. then that prison, sh- like it's this big, massive satellite thing, mm-hmm. and that malfunctions, and I think that crashes into Palm, which blows <laughs> both of them up because you okay. know, that's, yeah, it's fine. Um, I think that's what happens, and then some random space ranger is flying about. And is like, hey, I saved you from outer space. It's a good thing I was here. It's like, well, yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> Thanks, space pirate Tyler. <laughs> 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 but but so you're talking to these i appreciate the 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 ex machina of this moment <laughs> right yeah uh and so so you're talking to these earthlings and they're like yeah we did all this stuff because well basically humans suck is the moral and and they 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 just were apparently the survivors of earth were a bunch of dicks and they created mother brain so they could they could take over this planet and to make it their like their planet and maybe they can live there or like just have it for themselves and they're just kind of a a nasty greedy group of individuals i was like man that's kind of it's kind of heavy like earth destroyed itself and now the earthlings well we destroyed earth um and then we're now in space trying to we're kind of being greedy and destroying another solar like a grouping of planets for ourselves humans uh, gonna human yeah and so what was cool though is that they the the, your cast of characters does this neat little montage image of each of them saying like one line, like, Hey, we're going to fight you. Let me, let me show you the image. Cause I love, I love this kind of artwork. Uh, I should have actually had it queued up before chatting. Whoops. That's okay. We, I mean, we didn't know the conversation was going to go here necessarily. Mm, I kind of did. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, just I guess you had a good it. idea of what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. It, uh, do they have the images here? I hope they do. Um, they, oh, they do. Cool. Just scroll to the end of this page and they'll, you'll see them. But it's kind of like just a, a front facing shot of each of your party members who says something like, we're going to fight to the end. We're totally not going to let it go this way. Um, and it's it's each one of them doing something. So six people and then the main character who then just says something like, I wonder what the p- people will see in the final days. And then that's just the end of the game. Oh, so. It's, it's totally ambiguous. You don't wow. know if the Earthmen killed them or if they stopped the Earthmen from from doing this stuff. And you you see, so the end of the game, you see like the one of the planets um, that's there. I think it's supposed to be Motavia. You see like a spaceship kind of launching off of that planet into another reaches of the galaxy. And I believe that's the setup for Fantasy Star Three, which doesn't actually take place in terms of the like the 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 main storyline with Alice and and Dark Force and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a side story that's happening at the exact same time as Fantasy Star Four, but that's that's just the end of the game. And it, it was, I don't know, I, I don't know why that moment I thought was so cool and it made me really enjoy the rest of the game. But I think it was just this whole Earth is bad, they did bad things, let's fight till the end, 
you don't yeah. know what happens. And it's just kind of like this. I wonder what's, I wonder what, you know, I wonder what the future will hold for, for other people. And it's, it's just sort of, I, I, I guess it, it's very like, it, it's a very cliffhanger ending, but it's also like, I, I guess it puts you in this weird position of like, not really being sure if you, uh, and not really being sure if you're like even on the side of good at that point, right? It, like it's very morally ambiguous, is what it sounds like. Uh, sort of. Except the Earthmen are definitely bad. Like they're they're definitely because they were they were making Mother Brain to for their own greedy purposes to kind of take over another planet. But at the same time, they were doing some good because I suppose the people that have been living in Algo were happy that Mother Brain basically Mother Brain was doing everything and it was really nice and happy. It was kind of like a what you call it a uh, uh wally right where mm. everybody's kind of just chilling out lethargic don't need to worry about anything because mother brain takes care of every part of their life um so in in a way that's sort of good but at the same time it's you know obviously everybody writes that as being terrible <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um but the, that the is really the... interesting though like it doesn't i'm looking over it now like it doesn't it clearly is not giving you a happy ending no, it's not a it's happy ending. It's giving you a very complex, dark ending. It's a, the game is so it's it actually so after that ending, the the opening music to the game is kind of already feeling sort of heavy and sad. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just the tone they were picking for that song because it's it it does feel it like it 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 will elicit emotions is the 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 theme of Fantasy Star Two. But after that ending and then it plays again, you're like, oh man, That's, yeah, it hit, it hits different. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking about watching this in 89 or getting to this yeah. point in 89 and you would have been like, holy crap, it's worth the grind just to see this moment for people. I feel like, yeah, I, 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 I do kind of get that. Cause the, um, the style in the eighties was just to be like big dumb action hero. Right. Yeah. You're like, saving the game. Cause even, you're, even fantasy you're Star the one chosen had a... hero and you're the, and you have to go defeat the big bad and you're going to. And you're going to be victorious with your big, super special sword of light and get the girl and everyone loves you. And you'll be you'll be, you know, hailed as a as a hero for all time. And this is just like, yeah, there's a galactic war about to break out and you are on the front lines of it. And you're probably not making it out of this alive. And you've not stopped it. Yeah. And. Right, right. You 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 stop Mother Brain and, and maybe you stop these people, but you don't know if you win if you lose this battle, will they just make Mother Brain again? What happens when Mother Brain dies? Are your are your systems going to like are the planets yeah. that you are you you're from? They're going to have like an implosion because you have at best slowed the like slowed the inevitable. Yeah, or you've or, and you've created a, a a ton of other problems, right? Yeah. Like the the it's it's one of those things like you know in the Matrix where like just wake all the humans up, everything's great. And then they won't be controlled by the, 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 the machines anymore. But right. of course there's going to be a, that's not necessarily great because there's a whole bunch of people that are going to wake up and be in this nasty, gross, slimy pod. And they're like, Oh God, what now? This is what earth is. I'd rather live in a dream. I know it's not that bad. That's mm -hmm. not the story here, but that idea of just unplugging from the badness doesn't make everything right. great necessarily. Right, right, right. So there's, there's a whole lot of, story that happened really fast at the end of the game that made me think about the rest of the game I was like man that's that's a really cool ending for a freaking 1989 rpg where literally yeah. the games prior to that are like dragon quest which i also recently played 
um, mm-hmm. through where, you know, the story to that is, hey, go on a quest. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You save the, you, you beat the thing. Good job. Same with Final Fantasy. A little bit more story, but not much. Um, and even Fantasy Star 1 had some cool story moments, but you're, and, and you get to play as, you know, Alice, the, the girl, which is already different and cool. But the yeah, ending yeah. to that is, is still like, hey, you did it. Would you like to be governor of the universe? Yeah, it's <laughs> like... <laughs> It literally is like, and and after she after she beat the big bad, they realized that she was a princess. <laughs> yeah, and her parents left her billions and trillions of dollars, <laughs> and she can just assume the throne no problem at any time if she feels like it. But she doesn't have to. No pressure. It's whatever she wants. <laughs> Do what you want. You've saved the universe. Yeah. Whereas this ending is like, nope. You're you're and and it leaves you with that feeling of, oh, God, was my whole was the whole quest a waste of time? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, I yeah. have I and but I don't mean literally a waste of time. I mean, in terms of the character's arc, like how. They yeah, feel yeah. Like, about did, it. did you actually solve any problems? Mm-hmm. And then the, and then seeing the spaceship kind of take off when the, the end shows up is was was just like oh that's cool. And yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. I had no idea that was coming, which could also be part of why. The story up to that point didn't hit quite as much because I sort of knew just little bits of it because you know it's right, right. Um, and so you were really you weren't really taken off. Like it's a very different experience when you kind of know what the what hits are coming, where it's like, oh, okay, that's what that meant. You, yeah, you're, like if, you're providing context for things you already know are happening. <laughs> if you know Aerith is dead, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, not, that's not a cool scene anymore, <laughs> right? it's more like yeah let's get on with the story i already know that's coming even um, if you haven't seen the scene it's like you see that scene start and it's like oh okay here's where it is well even and it doesn't have to like see the it doesn't scene, shock just, you just knowing the character is dead already ruins any of it because everything up to that point you know well they die who cares like every <laughs> single thing that yeah, happens yeah. you you know it's it's sort of like when you're playing yakuza and you're like oh god did kiryu, kiryu die no <laughs> And you're in three and you know there's a six and he's the main character in six. And it's like, yeah. oh, OK, he's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's it's it's man. They it's set up an a, act of like they set up a thing in zero. That scene with oh, uh, right. with Nishikiyama out in the woods. Yes. Yep. Yep. And yeah, that like, scene oh, when it was happening, I was like, this um, big building tension of like, is he going to do it? No, this is a prequel <laughs> to five games that already exist. It can't. <laughs> He literally can't. There is zero tension here. Um, None. But it's 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 fun story building just for the care. It's basically it's basically that scene is more or less just building tension for the characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally for the the sake of the digital characters that you enjoy. It has nothing to do with you because I suppose unless you're playing Zero for the first that that's your first experience with Zero. But even then, unless Kiri is somehow a robot, which I guess he is. Uh, in some ways <laughs> you could definitely argue that no he has humanity he has an orphanage that's true <laughs> that's why they gave it to him <laughs> why they gave it to him <laughs> um, but uh but but the other thing that's kind of crazy is this game is it's set up you would think for a direct 100 percent. what happens next like the next game you'd think fantasy star three or four could 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 take place well you'd think three but then they did something else with three would take place immediately where this ends right so it would create this kind of sense of oh my god anticipation and excitement which is probably also partially why three didn't hit as well like it has uh it does some weird things with generations where you like are a 
I, I believe you play as a dude who then has kids and then you play as the kid and then you play as another kid mm. and then that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's kind of a cool sort of... Yeah, I dig that. I'm excited to get into that one uh, at some point. But the... That that's it. That's the end of that's the end of two, where it just sort of ends and is on a cliffhanger. And I guess I think four wraps up everything into a nice bow. Where that's pulls... that's my understanding. It sort of ends that whole arc. Yeah, and I'm I'm really curious to see how they do that because the next game, both three and four, are they're they're kind of taking place simultaneously in different parts of the galaxy, but they're a thousand years after this game. It's not. It does not. They don't take place immediately after. Mm-hmm. It's like. Here's what happens thousands of years from now. So it's it's really cool storytelling in that they're connected. They are definitely like one is a hundred percent connected to two because it's it literally has some of the same characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then two is connected to four, but they're not connected in the way that you would think. It's right, not a direct right. sequel, right? Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think of what it's. Uh... It's kind of a little bit like the. No, it's not even that. I was gonna say it's sort of like the the judgment being in in the yakuza universe but it's there's it's a little bit more connected than that well Um, yeah and also like there's you know the whole like time skip issue is like you get to see how things have changed over time true 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 so a lot of it is like piecing together like oh you know what it's like near and near automata actually oh yeah because those take that's what i was trying to think of like those are games that are in the same universe but like a long 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 way apart so yes. you kind of have to like track down the traces of what happened in the first game and how that connects to what's going on now because it's not immediately apparent because it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the 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 ending to this game, also I was done with the game, which was already a sense of, allevi- like I was alleviated to be finished playing through all the grindingness. But the, the actual story moment that happened, I was like, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. It really, it really sealed it for me as this, I get it. This is... This is a game to be talked about and remembered, maybe not played. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's fair. It's the the music though is great. I do love the music. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to I'm they... going to have to ask you to to uh cuz I didn't hear very much of it, so I need to know like what themes you liked to use for the opening and ending. Yeah, for sure. You know, we could, I could give you a couple ones and let you let you see which one you like. There'll be one for you have to use the the opening one. I think it's actually perfect ending music oddly enough. Um because it just it's so it really sets it's it sets it didn't quite set the tone for the game as much as I thought it would, but then mm-hmm. it set the tone for the end, which is yeah an interesting okay. way of doing it. I don't yeah, know. I see what um, you mean. Whereas like the Fantasy Star Four, that theme that just sets the tone right immediately. It starts playing that music when, when oh yeah it, right that baseline goes and it's just like right. okay I'm I'm immediately in <laughs> right. Whereas this one's way more passive. It's kind of just sad like somber. Uh, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Hey, random Wait. aside before we go, because I think mm-hmm. I think we're I unless I, I think we've covered. Oh, the only other thing I want to say in terms of just archaic RPG mechanics that suck is not knowing <laughs> what skills do or yeah. what armor is equipped by what characters, because everybody has the inventory system of... seems really cumbersome. Oh, dude, it's so painful. It's it's yeah, I know it was on the Genesis, but it was more or less a mega drive experience in terms of progression of systems if it came out in 89 it would be a master system game wouldn't it originally no it's 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 a it's it's a i it's only genesis i it was remade on ps2 or master drive or mega drive or 
Hold on. Now I'm getting but I everything thought confused. That, I thought that Genesis came out in 90. Uh, in Japan, the I'm almost positive the Mega Drive came out uh, the before that. I believe it came out in like 88 or something like that. The the, the 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 life cycle of the, the Sega systems is really different, which is why they felt like the Genesis was so far behind the Super Nintendo, because it literally was. Yeah, you're right. Um, I had I had it built up in my head where it's like, oh, this must be a this must be for the Master System because it kind of looks like it. It kind of looks the same as Fantasy Star for the Master System. Mm-hmm. And the, the sound even sounded a little bit different. Oh my god, the cover art. Oh, in America? Oh man. <laughs> look at how nasty they made Nay look. Oh man. Well, she's, I mean, like she's like a demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 110 page hint book included. So Yo, Yuji Naka produced this? Yeah. What's that? Yuji Naka produced this and programmed yes, correct. it. Yep, yeah, he he was a big part of the Fantasy cool. Star's uh, early, early games. I'm not so surprised after... anymore to see, like, his name on a Sega product, but, like, anytime he's, anytime he's attached to, like, a new franchise, it's like, oh, I didn't know he worked on that, well, too. I mean, dude, this Fantasy Star and Fantasy Star 2 came out, like, two years before the first Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Sonic didn't, Sonic didn't come out till 91. So It's so this... weird that they were just, like, they were just out for so long without, like, what we now consider to be the the mascot like yeah, it's the, the face the, of the company yeah literally the face of the company <laughs> well i mean think about that so so yuji naka actually this is where he got his name was was from fantasy star and fantasy star 2 and yeah, then he sense. came up with sonic because he's only listed as producer and programmer so like mm-hmm. i assume he did well on those and it was like here's your project you get yeah, to direct I, this one i mean technically sonic one i believe I don't I don't even know if he's listed as the designer of the first Sonic game. I think he was just the programmer. Um, he is uh, he is like well known as being like a genius programmer. Like, right. I that's think what that I'm was saying. his think... primary claim to fame before he went into the more like design development side. Yeah, I think he was I think he was the the main pro- he was like the programmer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Obviously, you're still coming up because it's it's different than now where if you're a programmer, maybe that's all you're doing is programming or, or an artist right. or just doing an artist. Right. It's th- when a game has six people working on it. <laughs> yeah, programmer carries a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it's it's different. It, you might even be coming up with key like you're probably coming up with key game design things, right? Like Yeah, the- because there's only so many different ways you can program the way that it works. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the, Yuji Naka was, this is what, this was like his baby was Fantasy Star in a way. That's really cool. Well, at least in terms of programming. Um, that is really cool. But yeah, yeah so overall, me, Fantasy I'm Star 2. I'm glad you played this. Me too. I, I, I'm, 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 and also I'm glad I think that I didn't. You would, you would have, you would have had a, a very bad time playing this. I to don't be honest, mind I'm, grinding, but it's just one of those things where like, you know, I've got so many games that I'm playing right now. It's just like, do I really want to drop 20 hours on a game that I'm barely engaged with? Not really. I think grinding in this is even worse than grinding in other RPGs sometimes though. Like, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, this is an, this is an especially painful grinding experience, even compared to other games. Because I, Cause I so from what I saw, your... most of the fights just seem to be mash out fight. Right. Yeah, you do. Well, and then what sucks is you take damage still, but to heal yeah. your damage, you either have to go heal at a in a, an end type place, mm-hmm. or you have to heal using spells. But to use spells, it's it's obnoxious until you get to really high levels. You don't have a good multi party heal spell, 
Uh, so you have to use individual spells. And so you go to the menu, you select the menu for spells, you select the character who has a spell, you select the spell, you then select the person to heal, and then it just closes all the menus. And you have to do that process for every single person like that you need to heal. It's it's extremely painful and yeah, super that archaic. Sounds, that sounds annoying. It's not, it's not, it is not, as much as I enjoyed the ending and I, as much as I enjoyed the overall idea of the game and, and loved the music, playing the game sucks. It does. It's not a fun game to play today at, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it's, it's an awesome experience. I this think is one to, of those weird things where I feel like they should just make it as an anime. Absolutely. Well, I think there's, I think there was story. Uh, I think there are some mangas for it. I have seen possibly. manga panels. So okay, like, yeah. So like, and I they, do think that's a thing. And they like, did maybe, remake it for PS2. Maybe like either a remake of it or a, or just like a visual storytelling version of it that like, because it doesn't sound like you get much out of the gameplay, but like the mm-hmm. rest of it seems very worth experiencing. So Absolutely. that might be the way to go with it. Well, and they, they did make on the PS2, there's a, they were, do, they've been doing Sega ages forever in Japan. And there was, uh, they they remade Fantasy Star 2 on the PS2, and I think they added some quality of life changes and all that kind of stuff. Um, Makes sense. But I don't know. I didn't I didn't play that one. But yeah, that's that's. Did uh, you? Uh, so changing gears entirely. Yeah, let's do it. Put the cap on the Fantasy Star 2 discussion. Thank you for playing that. It's, I'm glad we I'm glad we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you play Golf Story? I did. Yes. Did you know that they're working on Sports Story? I sure did. They've got more information about that. Oh, did dropped. they just talk about it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's necessarily directly E3 related, but they're. But it's uh, just being announced right now. Yeah. They're uh, they're talking about it on their Twitter account right now. Ah, cool. I, so I they're enjoyed... talking about they're talking about starting with uh, with learning tennis. <laughs> I, I like looks very, very much like I'm excited about this yeah i was about to say i i really liked golf story i do um, too in fact part of the reason why i'm 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 still contemplating buying the new mario uh golf is that there is like a single player story mode thing where you like take your me and go through a, a story like mm-hmm. and that could be fun um my main reservations is that i actually prefer playing the arcade golf more of of like golf story <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed how fast the the game played. Yeah, and that like it's such a like it's so um simple. It's so simplified that like it becomes really easy in a way that's super rewarding. Satisfying. Yeah, yeah, Th- yeah. There's still some. There was a couple moments at the end of the of Golf Story where I was I wanted to rage real bad. <laughs> Just it gets from, like, really tough, but like if you go back, you get the really good clubs. And you yes, learn how that's what the, I realized. You get the really good clubs and you go back to some of the earlier, the earlier, like easier uh, courses and you know how the wind works and you know how the courses work and you just start like knocking in par four hole in ones. Yep, exactly. And it's just like, oh man, oh man, that's, oh, this is fun. That's, that's, well, that's when I realized it's like, oh, okay, okay. I just have, I've been, I've just been going through the story too fast to really. Yeah get into the systems so no i'm I'm very excited about sports story that would be a, that would be a fun one yeah apparently if you haven't played golf story i highly recommend it it is a it is evidently 50 percent off for the next two weeks 
because oh, yeah, buy they're uh, oh god is it so you'll yeah. have a week when you hear this oh god that's true <laughs> it's 50 percent off for the next week <laughs> if you haven't played it golf story is very fun uh any closing thoughts um we're playing uh alicia dragoon next week the sega streak continues yeah it's, it's actually on the the sega um oh what's it called what's this the genesis mini oh really yeah it's interesting. I didn't know it was on that because it's not on the uh, it's not on the collection on Steam. The Genesis Mini actually has a couple of a, a handful of games that are not part of the the collection. The, it makes sense like that they'd collection. be different. There's always like a couple of games that are here, not there. Yeah, they, Even, they have like, like the Wily Nintendo Wars too. on there, um, and some and a few other ones. I don't remember them all. They actually have just Fantasy Star Four on the Genesis Mini, <laughs> not the other ones. Mm. I um, mean. From what I understand, it's probably the best one. Yeah, so that that will be at some point we'll get to that. I I was contemplating skipping. It's so not three. like me at all to jump in and just play Fantasy Star Four without having played one through three. Yeah, like I can't do it. <laughs> but I like, wanted to. But I did, and I think that opening theme is like a big part of the reason why I just heard that, and I was like, all right, I gotta know. <laughs> it's so good. I gotta know what's in here. Like it just hooked me. It's it's so good. Um, yeah, we should stop. Yeah, we should probably stop. <laughs> I I was I was like, do we have a do we have a closing? No, we don't. No nope. music. Thank you.